0: Anyway, uh
1: <laughs> which part of it?
0: <laughs> shut up, they can hear you. Hello there. Welcome to this week's episode. Of Nerd Shit Live. I'm your host, Pat Naparano. With me, as always, is my co host, Dan Kilkenning, Nick McFly, and Mike Burke. Wait, where's. Hooray. God damn it, you I was guys are quiet. Say the
1: clapping. I get it. Every you guys week. are
0: very quiet. I I just like, <laughs> I get, I don't know, like, why the. In- Look, I don't have to worry about this in, like, another three weeks. So, um, but for whatever reason, the, the intro, audience. the intro music doesn't doesn't like play back for me some nights and i've tried everything i've can to fix it in obs oh, uh, so it throws my vibe off completely i'm like all right let's do I, it I, I, intro music and i, I hit it yeah. and i'm like nothing
1: nothing on my end i never hear any of the music yeah i know oh, yeah, i can't I, wait I can't hear any I just, right but so we're we're right there in the in the trenches with <laughs> yeah i just welcome to our world i can't <laughs> wait
0: until it's all just in one signal flow
1: one location we're yeah, true, I'll blast put it. A sub.
2: Yeah, we yeah, started working see... on the new studio this weekend. You guys see the
0: fucking, you should see the fucking light, the work light I put in there. Ever since you got, <laughs> I put a 6,000 lumen LED. I did, like... I,
2: you walk in, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, it's like this place
0: was built on fucking, on the sun. You know what I mean? Like, everything is Zara. That's <laughs> is it what like it's like. <laughs>
2: it's, you it's... got cameras on us and we're all just, like, sweating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Nerd Shit. Live. Alright. Here's, here's a newspaper today. I don't oh, think like,
0: you guys know what LED lights are. I think we should have that conversation for Oh, I didn't hear LED. <laughs> yeah, I just no. heard big, bright lights no, immediately thought no, I... floodlight. No. Like, yeah. Russian
3: prison It's kind of like light.
0: that. It's definitely kind of like that. It's, like, has, like, three separate little triangles that all have their own 6,000 lumen LED in them. And then they <laughs> have different angles. So I angled them all up to really, you know, they're fucking, they're on the, you. there's light on the walls too. Now,
1: <laughs> how does it, look? <laughs> does it look? It's bright. Can see it's bright. It'll be a
0: good work light. Like, obviously that's not like what we're going to light the studio with. But I mean, like when we're like fixing stuff in there, it's so much better than the incandescent bulb. That I was, was about to there. say
3: we might have to start wearing like foundation if we're gonna start <laughs> seeing every floor lit up. idiots. Right. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, sure. Whatever this is, Nick. You, <laughs> Seinfeld, uh, bro. Yeah, I know it's Seinfeld, it's but how does it relate?
3: Seinfeld. Because uh, Kramer was living in a uh, in his apartment that was being lit up by a bright red sign for a chicken restaurant right across the street. And he was starting to lose his mind a little bit. Uh, okay. So, him and Jerry then switched places, and then Jerry started becoming Kramer because then he couldn't sleep
2: with the light on. Classic episode. I don't remember. Well, we're that, just going to so. be a, a Seinfeld review show now. <laughs> <laughs> or Danny, <laughs> I'll do a da- wait, I'll hold you segment. Danny explains an episode of Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> with no entertainment value. It's <laughs> Funny explaining There's not like
1: anything to explain okay, actually, in Seinfeld episode. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's the whole about. point of the Nothing.
0: show. Um, here's my fun fact since we're on Seinfeld. Did you guys know when they moved Seinfeld from Fox like to TBS for reruns, right? They actually sped up the show by twelve percent to yep. add more time for commercials. So oh God. Uh, somebody on Reddit played both the episodes starting at the same time next to each other. And the one that aired on TBS was way faster. You would never notice unless well, you saw the yeah. two of them together.
3: Right. Yeah. That's I, I, I forget what the process is called, but I mean, it's really just to then fit other shows to clock because TBS has a certain clock time per half hour. Yeah. And then like some shows it's like 2130 or something like that for something like Fox their TRT is probably around, like, 22. Right. So they have to cut out that 30 seconds. Um, I can't remember what the process is called, but it's literally like a machine that you put it through, and it just sort of starts chopping out frames bit by bit. Wow.
2: Ew. Like mm-hmm. unnecessary frames, where it's just like, all right, we got... It, it's <laughs> random, actually. Oh, like, it's
3: random. Yeah. Or, well like, now- it,
1: every cliffhanger, is just a Well, now every, every yeah, show it's, like, it's is... It's random
3: to the point where you can't notice it. Yeah. And also, like, it, it like it up just
0: ever so slightly every show is shot on video now though so that never could be a thing anymore yeah no this, like, this is both, it's just you know, like hey can we things. get a three minute cut can we get an eight minute cut can we get a 12 minute cut you know you know now now you
3: could just take the original master and just cut it you know cut 15 seconds out or whatever you want out just like randomly doing it manually but yeah. there's a machine that just automates it for you
0: speaking That's of cutting cool. shit out Ubisoft is cutting shit out you guys. You see this? Ubisoft says that it's, this shit? it's focusing uh its efforts now to more free to play models. This is not something I want to hear at all as mm-hmm. somebody who loves AAA Drum games. Just right back up as far as I'm concerned. Now, they have I since clarified. The they have since clarified the statement saying that they're still going to be providing their 3 to 4 uh annual release games per year but they're just gonna like they're gonna really aggressively focus on free to play which like good for them or like i guess it's a good step for them because 34 percent of their revenue only just a third of it was the actual sale of a triple a game everything else was microtransactions which i mean that's just the direction that it's all going
3: like, I mean, look at like look at the success of, of Warzone that Activision had. I mean, it's just... And as Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah Fortnite, they, you know, the, the list goes on. But, I mean, it's it's just looking at someone like me, who is a casual gamer, who Ubisoft, whatever they come out with, I really don't care most of the time. I'm not big on Assassin's Creed. I will be playing the new Far, Far Cry, Cry 6, however. Yeah. I will be playing that. that looks however... Good. If it's primarily because a casual gamer really only has like a certain like budget that they're willing to pay for games. And Assassin's Creed type game is not the one that I would really pay for. However, if you tell me it's free, you bet your ass I'll give it a shot. hundred percent. Would I'm you play, play World no of
0: Warships? Would you play World of Warships? Answer me World honestly. Of- it's free World to play.
3: Is it free? Yeah. <laughs> go, it's, it's, okay. I, I it's on. It. All right. If it's free, it's I will It's on Steam. It. But that's the I, thing. It invites people in the door. That's just what it does. Yeah.
1: That's literally how, I mean, they're, it's just completely shifting to the mobile game model where it's freemium with every single thing because it works. Like, Yeah, you know, but You're not, not going to do something that doesn't work. I, the problem I, I, I have with this confidence. is we've seen
0: this before, and I don't know if you guys heard a little game called Battlefront 2 where... They made players pay $60 for what is essentially a freemium experience, a whole bunch of RNG, micro, uh, microtransactions, loot boxes. And they found out that if you did not pay to get characters, it would have taken you 2,100 hours of gameplay just to get either Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. And people lost oh. their fucking minds. Like, yeah, I, absolutely either. insane.
3: So... There are incorrect ways to do it and correct ways to do it. That's just an incorrect way to do it. That just makes it completely unfair.
1: And I think I mean, that... Someone, someone's someone got to crawl before the rest of us can walk, and <laughs> I think EA <laughs> yeah. has been crawling well, for at, years. Look at Valorant. Really, <laughs> look, at,
0: look, at Valorant. <laughs> look at League of Legends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those games are free-to-play games, and millions of people play them. Now, listen... I don't think that speaks to their quality or there is no criticism against them, but I'm just saying people are attracted to that. I mean, Mike, you just said Fortnite, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I Even I spent money in Fortnite. I get the season pass when I play that game because I'm like, I want the cool costumes. My one friend has no joke. Um, he has every single skin. Like it, every single Batman, Superman, Thanos, whatever okay. the fuck. He's got it all. All right. Like
1: how much my guy spend? I don't know.
0: He's got to have spent uh, a lot of money.
1: But like, I
3: I like the idea of you know you can get the game and just put in however much you want to put in into it. What I I don't you know obviously want to see that all of a sudden you in order to get better at the game or like get access to better. Oh, nobody wants that. Nobody, okay? nobody I mean, wants that. Yeah. It no nobody wants that of course. But I, I like the idea that you are able to then put in the amount of money that you want to. Yeah. I don't want AAA games to go anywhere, of course not, but I this is also, I like yeah. the idea of this. Well, yeah, I and think It's Danny- also
1: going to be interesting um, because this model I feel works predominantly well like for profit for the companies when it's a multiplayer game. So when we're taking a look at like Ubisoft, who, you know, if we're looking at like the Far Cry games and we're looking at the um, what do you call it? Assassin's Creed games? Like a lot of their triple a platformers. It's like, are we going to see a shift, you know, following a lot of like the, the multiplayer battle Royale style for things. True.
2: Well, do you think this has any implications for bringing on like more indie studios? Like no. or, or all in-house?
0: How did I know that you were going to bring it back to the indie game? Make- I <laughs> knew that going into It's going to be like, what does this say for the indie
2: game makers? Well, no, I mean, like, if Dick's they're always ex- looking out for the little man, that's what I'm yeah, saying exactly. But I mean, like, it's it, it to me, it seems like if they don't do that, it's the same mistake that Quibi made by not bringing on like independent content creators. It's like you've got a legion of people who want to just make games, just put those guys to work, you know. So, the thing, yeah. the thing with that, and like, we've there they've seen it with a couple of the other things,
1: like not Xbox Game Pass, but there's a couple other game passes or like a couple other, like. You know, Steam alternatives, where they basically do like it's a free game this month from this indie developer. So unless they like worked to develop an entire platform for it, I really couldn't see them like bothering to bring on some indie games like that. And also, this—I mean—the whole article and the whole push we're talking about is like really triple A game focused. So I think they're it's just trying to make. It's also
0: fucking Ubisoft, you guys. They would yeah. they would fucking steal candy from a baby and then justify it. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I mean, it's fucking AAA Ubisoft. Games, like
3: They're still going to release them, and they're still going to be broken when they're released. Now they might be more broken. I got softlocked
0: out of an Assassin's Creed game in 2020 on two platforms. Why the fuck are we even debating this topic? So let's talk about games that aren't going to be a shit show, and that is Sony has 25 exclusives in the works, baby. And that is what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Oh no! I we talked about this before, not on the show, but pre- previous to the show when you guys were yeah, hanging out at life. my house. I know really. um, that they have that only half of them are sequels. The other half are new IPs. So obviously, I want to see God of War to uh, Ragnarok like right mm-hmm. now. Yesterday, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, and um, new IPs though, I hope we're getting something new from Naughty Dog. Like in my like that's that's where I I hope Last of Us three yeah. and a new IP from Naughty Dog. That's what I would like to see. I'm
3: just really excited that there is a lot of I'm excited about the excitement in the community over this. Primarily because I mean this is this is literally just me. I haven't been super impressed with some of the exclusives that PlayStation has come out with for the PS5. That's, what exclusives? That's just my that's just my opinion. What exclusives people, though?
0: Like they haven't come out with Returnal and Demon Souls. That's it. Nothing.
3: That's that's the thing is the fact that there just really aren't any, and the fact that they actually made an announcement and there are some. There is excitement about it. As a PS5 uh, hopeful owner, uh, I just am excited that the community is finally talking about all the exclusives. Maybe you'll get one of those ones. The Cat Game. That I will be playing when it
0: comes down. You'll get one of the ones that uh, has the redesign. That's when they say they'll be able to catch up with demand. They're doing, they're like changing some internal components to like shift away from the semiconductors. I don't know how that's going to fuck with performance. I was about to
1: say, gee, that's risky. Yeah. I don't
0: know how that's going to fuck with performance or like what that's going to do to like the temps or anything. Like just, who even knows. It's like yeah, we have this awesome architecture. Uh-oh, a pandemic happened and we can't get this shit out to people. Time to just change what we built for the last 6 years, you know what I mean? So
1: Also all the game devs, hi, I've been developing exclusively for PS5. Here are the specs of a PS5. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. No, yeah, you gotta make I mean, this that ain't is, gonna run. This is kind of
0: redundant for us to talk about because we did get assurance that there is someone on the case looking into this. That's true. Thank <laughs> so, but Thank my you point know. is, so uh, PS Five though, they're having Ratchet and Clank come out June eleventh. I wasn't gonna get it, that. However, the more I watch from it, it does look better and better. So I would good. like to play it. Um, then it's Horizon and God of War are supposed to be the next two that are co- that are the next ps5 exclusives i think returnal was like the newest one either way though yeah. um anyone else looking forward to anything like i said mine's i hope a new ip from naughty dog and last of us three everything else is like let's go come on <laughs>
1: no, I'm, I'm, I'm like oh new spider-man, I mean, oh, new ahead, Spider-Man be right would here. be good too oh a spider-man would be good so i i have a ps4 but i mean it, it was just a small game right it was only like Eight hours ago.
0: Upgraded or like that. Upgraded DLC. <laughs> That's God, what it was. It, yeah. change
1: it around. But go ahead, Virk. Yeah, I mean I have a PS four. Um I don't have a PS5 because I again there's two games for PS5 and I'm not spending six hundred dollars on that plus right. If I could get it at the store right now, but I'm, I'm super excited because looking at, like, all of these games that PlayStation is making exclusive, they've just been blowing everybody out of the water for, like, the last two, three years. Like, it's no contest. Xbox can just completely, like, shut up. I loved my Xbox 360.
0: <laughs> I really did. I loved, the, yeah. I loved my GameCube. But, god damn it, some of the best gaming moments I've ever had were on my PS4 playing a single-player game. Like, really, like, elevate the fucking experience. You know what I mean?
3: One thing that, uh, changing topic just, like, slightly, my favorite thing has been, like, researching this and then just going to the comment section. As soon as you get to, like, the third comment, it's nothing but people bitching about timed exclusive games, and it's just people complaining about nothing that has anything to do with the 25 games that they're coming out with. <laughs> it's just people complaining well, about oh, I got to
0: look. Um... What's that? What's it, Days Gone is coming to PC. Horizon Zero Dawn came to PC. Mm-hmm. So yep. if anyone's interested in playing those on PC, they will be there. I'm
1: actually super interested. I like I I wanted that game forever. What Days Gone or Horizon? Uh, no Horizon. Um, because it, it just looks cool. And I know we've had we've had this. Nobody wants before. to be a biker. <laughs> 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 and
0: it really upsets me because I really like that fucking game. And everyone's like, Yeah, that game looks cool too. I'm like, No, you don't get it. You don't get yeah, it. I, I actually, I actually found my old review for that game. I I forget yeah. who I wrote for at that time, but I found my review, and it was literally like, if it, it was just like, I don't think it was uninformed, but it was the most basic thing. It was like, yeah, if you can get through the opening hours, you'll have a great time. But that <laughs> is every game. That is literally the lowest bar you can set for. A video game. Just yeah, if you can make it through the tutorials and setting up the story, then you're 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 off to the races, you know? It, it,
3: you you like saying that with invested, Red Dead. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you could get through the first uh five hours of the tutorial in Red Dead, you'll have a great time. <laughs> if you can
0: get through the prologue, you know, the part where they invest you in everything, you'll
2: be a okay. I mean, if you I get still, through the part where they
3: tell you how to play the game.
2: I haven't still played played past the first three hours of Red Dead 2. <laughs> Wait, are you I, serious? I, I played like three hours and then I completely forgot about it.
0: God, yeah, but you also, you did, right? yeah, but you also no, did that I with haven't. Last of Us as well. You got like four hours in and then you stopped.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's just me getting old. <laughs> <laughs> these old bones uh, the time These fingers just <laughs> but can't meanwhile, do it the same way. Meanwhile, I played 100 hours of Rust in the first like, three days. <laughs> God
0: damn it, dude. You know what's funny is that I actually go back to the Rust nights now and I think it's wow, such a long time ago. It really wasn't, but it's just I spent so much time in yeah. Rust. It was
2: like a very densely you oh, know packed
0: couple. Fucking of months. dense. We were like every Friday like Thursday through like Sunday, we were like we fucking doing Russ? Are we doing it? Like yeah,
2: Monday and Tuesdays.
0: <laughs> it's true. There was, was one Tuesdays. week where we played it. We gotta night.
2: refill the TC. We gotta get back in there on Yeah, Monday it's true. All
0: right. Uh, that being said, next is He Man. It is He Man TV show. What is it called? Masters of the Universe. I think Ast- Masters of the Universe. Ver- Revelation. Yeah. coming
3: out in two parts.
0: Yep. Um Kevin Smith. G-R- this is of Kevin Smith design. Uh Mark Hamill is playing Skeletor, which perfect, perfect. Kevin Conroy is playing Merman, which friend of the show. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, friend of the show. Yeah, the show. I Kevin about Conroy. About
3: to say that friend of the show. Batman and Kevin. Two Cumberland.
0: parts. First part in <laughs> July. I think I saw on some website. Second part is November. Did I read yeah, that right? It's
3: July 23rd. Yeah, and July then, 23rd yeah, and like right, November.
0: November. Yeah. So it looks good. I think we talked about this too, and I just said that the images from this show. I'll cut to Nick real quick. They look really good because they look updated and modern. But they still retain the essence of the cartoons I watched as a kid. You know what I mean? Yep. And I had that problem with Voltron. When Voltron came out, I turned that shit on. And every episode was like an hour long. It was like they did a Netflix-style like TV show, like 13 episodes or whatever, an hour long on Voltron. I don't
1: think that's what this is going to be. No, it's gonna be like a cartoon, like a like a you know twenty
2: to thirty minute runtime. Yeah, I'm and I sure think that's episode. what it
0: needs to be, though. It needs to be a cartoon that kids can watch, but adults can get into too.
2: Well, reading through the article, it, it it seemed to me so there's like two concurrent series going on at once, one of them being more geared towards kids, and one's geared towards the fans of the '80s show and a live action movie. Yeah, yeah. There but is but they've also been talking
0: about, but they've movie. been talking about that movie for years. Like after Thor Ragnarok came out, I remember seeing on the internet like there's your masters of the universe movie just do that again you know
2: mm-hmm. i mean do we know anything about anything production wise i'd love to hear like cast you know rumors and shit like that that's what gets me going rumors uh,
1: guys behind the confusion. Comput- <laughs> rumors by fleetwood mac
2: yeah
3: i think we should do a Dreamcast for he-man now too all right.
0: <laughs> well, is Sarah Michelle Gellar is E-Man. in this. Right <laughs> man. Perfect.
2: We need I it. I love that. I we love do that. need
0: it. Who would play Skeletor?
2: Um, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill. Okay.
1: Fat <laughs> old Mark Hamill is playing Skeletor. Perfect. He lost a
2: bunch of weight for Star Did he? Wars. See yeah. skinny
1: again? Uh, we'll just. Do I mean, the I Wars mean,
2: he's thing. old man. You know, like he got that beer
1: belly.
3: I remember Wars what he thing, said. We just I remember someone playing Skeletor in costume and then being Wait, Yeah, I, I remember what he said
0: yeah. when he was doing Star Wars The End. He was like, They put me on the if it tastes good, I can't eat it diet. And I was at the gym three days a week for two years before The Last Jedi. Okay. Like, they were just like, Let's get this guy in any shape that we can. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's get this voice okay. actor. In as good of camera <laughs> yeah. shape as we that's, can. That's yeah, the dude who's not was. been in front of a camera for years. You can find <laughs> that, that is
0: interview. Loving life. <laughs> it's on Good Morning America.
2: Hey, so, yeah. and then, then Mandalorian, they're just like, All right, we're deep faking this one. Just put put anybody <laughs> there, deep fake the face. Of course. Yeah. I mean
0: I can't imagine the interview where Mark Hamill was like, Okay, so what day do I have to be on set? And you just Dave Filoni and John Favreau are like, um, <laughs> I thought we told you. How do I tell you this? <laughs> All right. So moving on. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. I have one note for this and it's just. Come on. Really? <laughs> like, Y'all are. Like, this is what we're doing. And like I said, so this is a if Wendy's. you're in your mid 30s fighting someone over Pokemon cards in a target parking lot. In the United States in 2021, in Wisconsin, we we don't need you. You know, you're Here's holding this,
1: everyone back. Well, this this could only happen in America. Oh, well, that's you, true.
2: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you Wisconsin? think that Pokemon cards are our generation's vinyl records? Like, <laughs> like man, it just things. You know, they were just better back then. Thanks for so much.
0: Thanks for so much simpler when I had the Pokemans. I don't know why I always go to that guy, but that's the yeah. guy. <laughs>
2: Just your classic American. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing like our dads, Like, oh, you know, it just sounds so much yeah, better. That's fake. Oh, there he is. It's a fake one. There it is. Don't it's buy it Danny. I mean, I it's first not first impression, okay, but so not fake. Okay, so now
0: that you're putting that card in my face, I have a story for you. I think I've told this story before, but it is a great story. So it was my brother's birthday, right? And we were at the grocery store, okay? And you remember how they had the vending machines that sold – the Pokemon the, the cards, trading cards, yeah. right? Okay, so I, it was my brother's birthday, and my mom was like, "Okay, let's get him a pack." So they get him like the ten dollar pack or whatever, right? Because it's his birthday. Uh, I got like the five dollar booster pack because my parents didn't want me to feel left out, right? Either way, Classic. from from this point to the car, my brother and I were bothering each other, and I made him cry on his birthday, which. Thinking about that now makes me smile. Either way, though, um, (laughs) either way, he was crying. And I remember he opened up his pack of cards and he got like nothing good, like a bunch of filler shit. Right. And he was upset about that. I had this fucking booster pack with like five cards in it. Right. I fucking flip, flip, flip. Get to the fifth one. I like almost shit my pants right there. It was a fucking holographic Charizard, the very same one that Danny has. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, Oh shit, I got a Charizard. Yo, my brother straight up became that guy from intervention that yeah like that's how hard he started crying when he saw. Here's that the card. real question.
2: Did your parents ask you to give it to him? That's what I've been waiting no. on, uh, this whole no, story.
0: No, no, never, ever. Absolutely if they did, I'd be like,
2: see, "Fuck See, no. in my household, my brother would have thrown a tantrum and it'd be like, "Nick, you like, we'll get you another you pack." Yeah,
1: to be the better man. Yeah, man. just give it to Chris. Oh. Uh, I will say oh, no. this:
3: there was not, not for Charizard. There was also there was no high road with. Charizard. There was
0: also other times where I had like a holographic like, uh, what's the what's the crab Pokemon? King, King crab. Oh, uh, goodwill hunting. What, yeah. Goodwill hunting. Kingler. Uh, King, Kingler. whatever the fuck. You, I had a holographic one. Either way. It was like a good card or at the time or whatever. Right. And I misplaced that. But since my brother had such sticky fingers growing up, I was able to blame it on him and like convincingly get away with it. And yo, he cried like ugly cried. Like I didn't do it. I didn't. No one believed him. My dad came home from work and found the card on the shelves like, oh, is this what you were looking for? And I just remember my mom, like, all this drama over fucking Pokemon cards is my point. You know Which what I mean? Which now you
3: understand why people were pointing guns at each other <laughs> in a parking lot. Which, can I just say, when I first read, I wasn't in the production meeting on Thursday. When I first read this story and I, I saw it in the grid, I thought Pokemon cards were getting recalled because they were causing paper cuts and like they were too sharp (laughs) on the edges i never in a million years would have thought that they were being taken off the shelves because of fighting
1: this is insane y'all i I got my pokemon cards from my parents last week i don't have any pokemon cards
0: i don't want my shit broken into being robbed i don't got any pokemon cards no
2: one tell them where i live (laughs) <laughs> so did you guys collect any other cards other than pokemon yeah Oh, bro yeah i Yu-Gi-Oh. had the whole fucking
0: wrist thing and we dueled and shit it was that makes sense mm-hmm. so i know this is
2: kind of random uh did you guys ever do like get wacky packages yeah or was that... absolutely okay oh, i thought yeah, that was yeah. just me no,
1: no, no, yeah, absolutely. Crazy Bones. The little I got crazy. I got kids, mad. Like, crazy
0: Bones as a kid. Crazy little bo- garbage kids. I feel like little garbage.
2: garbage kids. for me. <laughs> uh, like... garbage Pail kids. Like, yeah. I felt like, <laughs> I like Crazy I Bones. Like little garbage kids.
0: <laughs> I felt I crazy like Crazy Bones came first. Like I remember that kindergarten, first grade, and then second grade was Pokemon. It was like, yo, go fuck yourself if you're not into Pokemon. And then third and fourth grade was Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was just like, All right, gotta have all these. Um, I can't I can't remember what I had what what the oh after that it was like, you know, uh, I think magic. it was just yeah. Uh no. Yeah. I I can't. magic was like for me, like I bought a pack, I was like, this is too much. And I actually returned. I sold it to my brother for the same Straight exact price. Yeah, I was, I like, was like, this, this is it.
1: cool. I was like, I love all these, like, you know, D D type things like this and i was like reading through the cards and i was like oh my god this is far too complicated well not I mean, even I'll, that it I'll, was I'll, like
0: just... okay
1: no, i was just gonna say i'll tell you guys i still play magic hell yeah still. Like, I, I got cards
3: i got decks i play magic the arena i still play magic i i something about it i it's funny i was i collected the cards in middle school and it was similar to you guys i looked at them i was like this is too much i can't wrap Start talking about magic just out of nowhere, things that we used to do, and then it was in college. I actually got back into it. That's fucking and crazy. I mean, it's fun as hell. Like um, as soon as you get your did, head around it, it's fun as hell.
0: If they did like a serious like VR version of like Yu Gi Oh, like and you just could play Yu Gi Oh through joke VR, one. that would that, cool. that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. I'd be like, I would play that. Dark 100%. magician, let's go. Get
3: the, get the thing, and then you get that's, like the VR what the set. Fuck I'm I got dude. I gotta, that gotta, would, that would be sick
1: for y'all. There's, there's a video. There is like a VR version of a Yu-Gi-Oh game, and it keeps coming up either on like TikTok or something. But it's like. This guy who's taking it way, way, way too seriously, and the other person's like, no, that's not how the game is being played. You can't do that. And he's like, I summon Pot of Greed, which, you know, lets me draw three more cards. And he's like, that's not what that
2: card does. <laughs> I'll find the video. Which you we'll,
3: know. <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: share it. It's so funny.
3: One thing that I do love is all the pictures I've been seeing online of, like, the in the targets of, uh, like, there will be, like, a sign that says, you know, We haven't been sell we no longer sell Pokemon cards or NHL, MLB, all those it just goes down a list of cards and right next to it you see in the corner magic cards like still on the shelves because no one gives the shit. And what I love is that I was actually just in a target today and I was looking for a a baby gift uh, for a my for my little cousin. For a baby, yeah. For a for for (laughs) totally a baby and so uh, what i noticed was in the baby section they had the magic cards they actually took them away from the traditional section and put them in the baby toys section that's probably because Dude, like, magic you know, can't grandpa.
0: grow their business you know that like that's it oh I'm,
3: I'm well aware and Magic's everyone who's into it that.
0: that's it that's all it is it's like the Which company actually, will never grow well,
3: one thing that's interesting is that magic the arena which is their online game actually just recently came out for ios and going back to sort of what we were talking about about ubisoft before was it's a free to play game you can download it and then if you want other cards like you can just put money in to then get those cards however they do make it easy for you to uh gain in-game currency and just sort of play it so i will say it is it going to grow? No. But
1: is it still easy for players like me to play? Yeah. Can I get a Black Lotus in-game?
3: Oh, dude. That's banned. That's a banned <laughs> card. <don't>... Alright,
0: <laughs> actually, <laughs> we don't on that subject science. of shit that should be banned, uh, the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer came <laughs> out. What a name. <laughs> God the Red damn Red it. Trailer. It's so bad. It's you're so just, fucking bad. Punching. So, I mean, like... I, I don't have any particulars. I hate all of it. I hate ev- I hate the fact that this exists. I hate the way it looks, the way it sounds. It just looks like they learned nothing. Woody Harrelson looks like an insane man. Like, I, I just <laughs> yeah, can't do weird, it. That's the point, what right?
1: A weird choice for, like, the you know, the villain. Also, like, he, was, like, uh, he, younger, was, he was surprised. He like, was a younger actor.
0: He was surprised third act reveal. Like, that's who he was in the first fucking movie. And he had this crazy, like carrot top looking wig going on, and he was writing in his own, uh, writing in his own blood, uh, carnage on the his cell door. And when they were like, yeah, he was like, it's time for there to be carnage or whatever. It's just like, man, fuck you. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> he said it. Like you're he doing it all wrong. I mean, you got nobody here saw Venom, right? no yeah. good it's dog shit don't waste your time it's a piece so, of shit so
2: for somebody like I, I I like Spider-Man casually like uh, you know I, I saw the Tobey Maguire movies I didn't see the Andrew Garfield movies and obviously I love Tom Holland uh, I watched the cartoon show occasionally but I do not give a shit about either of these movies they didn't, they didn't even try to get anybody on board who is even just like casually aware of the characters they're just like we're just gonna do us
0: yeah, well, the unfortunate part is that they have a built-in audience. The last one made like seven hundred and fifty mm-hmm. million, like just in the U.S. or some shit. So, um, it was, you know, it was not good though. I wouldn't count that as a good movie at all. It sucked. And
3: who? Uh, oh, sorry. No, you go. No, uh, I was just, I was literally just gonna ask, who is Carnage? Okay. I really don't. So know Woody Harrelson. Carnage. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, so thank you. That,
0: obviously, that makes obviously, sense. obviously, yeah, it's Woody Harrelson. Obviously, there's different interpretations all across uh, Marvel Comics throughout years. There's different interpretations. Um, However, the one that I am most familiar with, and I think the one that most people are familiar with, is that when Eddie Brock was sent to prison, he shared a jail cell with Cletus Cassidy, who's a murdering psychopath. The symbiote came back and was like, hello, Eddie, and turned him into Venom and broke him out. There was a piece of the symbiote left that was dying. And Cletus Cassidy touches it, which then it feeds off of his craziness and becomes Carnage and like becomes one of the most dead, the, the, whatever, the crazier symbiote of the two. Obviously there's been different interpretations where like Venom and Carnage have been buddy buddy and gone after Spider-Man and then Spider-Man and Venom have gone after Carnage. There has never once been a time where Carnage was a good guy. Uh, so, you know, he's pretty, he's pretty well known. People really like him uh and that's the backstory i know him from i don't know if they've changed it in any other run or what the official canon is now but i mean even then it's just like i didn't want the first venom movie because the venom is a character that does not work unless spider-man exists already and
3: unfortunately That's what I, I was like i
1: was really gonna ask like, yeah it's so now
3: in this one are they making venom the hero i'm assuming, which i imagine the first one he was an anti-hero of some type I don't, but now I was, they're really making him like the hero and pinning them against each other
0: you know how deadpool's an anti-hero that he just doesn't give a fuck like he, yeah. he happens to be doing the right thing mm-hmm. this was like venom set out to do the right thing but apparently he's got to eat people's heads
1: so what is the (laughs) what was the demeanor of the first movie because like based off of this trailer this movie looks like it's trying to be like a comedy
0: well that was kind of there was a comedy (laughs) angle in venom for sure and there was some chuckle funny parts but also at the same time it would cut to like these scenes of like riz ahmed like having no character monologuing and like and it wouldn't be funny at all you know what i mean It, it just wasn't good consistently tone wise and which is weird because Ruben... It was Ruben, R, too, right? No, it was already PG-13. Uh, Ruben Fletcher was the director, and he directed um, Zombieland, both Zombieland films. So oh, I'm kind of okay. surprised. Yeah, see, there he is. That's what he fucking looked like at the end of the last one. So I'm kind of surprised oh, that it turned out God. that way. You know what I mean? On top of that, uh, I will say this. The new writer and director, I, I think... I think I'm going to give him a uh, a chance here because I don't know if you guys know this, but it's none other that Andy Circus is writing and directing this movie. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Andy Circus. Oh, wow. So, like I said, there's some talent there, and I'm sure he's a lot better behind the camera than Reuben Fletcher, uh, but also Andy Serkis, uh, he directed that movie called Mowgli, which was like a dark take on the Jungle Book and like Christian
1: Bale it was like the, played the book take of the jungle Yeah, book.
0: Christian Bale played Bagheera and all that shit. Either way though, it it didn't review well and they just ended up throwing it up on Netflix. So, let you know, it could be whatever. But and uh, they're
1: planning to only release this in theaters right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. So.
2: They're really they're swinging for the fences.
1: That's yeah, like the, that to me is like it it's like understanding all of like, you know, the the general populace hype around superhero movies and whatnot. Like this seems like it's like a real, you know, side stretch and side reach. It's it's almost like a, you know, a spinoff. It, it is a spinoff, essentially. But it's like, you really think this is going to do good box office only? It's like also... I,
3: I, uh, I was just going to say, I, I've just been noticing in general with trailers, and even just like advertising for movies, is that they keep just saying... An experience you can only get in theaters. Just really, just driving home that. Whereas, like I heard it on the radio with *A Quiet Place* too, which that one, given how successful the that first I one believe, was, I that I, I believe see though be- that is one that yeah I get that. That's one I would definitely want to see in theaters. But even in the but context this- though,
0: think about it. Like that movie specifically whether you like it or not the way the sound was mixed you need yes. to experience that you in need full to surround hear it in theaters yeah. from
3: those um, beautiful theatrical speakers but yeah speakers. they're trying to th- sell- that. yeah the- the- the Dolby they're they're
0: trying is. to sell the theatrical experience uh, yeah. pretty much you know what i mean that's what they're trying to mm-hmm. do with these trailers. Oh, 100%. oh I'm percent They, sorry. How they do, need well, people to go
2: back to theaters. What's the deal with trailers saying the trailer starts now?
3: Yes, why? that was another
2: point that I, I had. It's like I trailer on starts on link. now. Yeah, I I know that's why I'm watching it. <laughs> they just they just literally are like they
1: get that from like the production company. They're like, fuck it, keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, We're not they, editing they, it out. They, they went, an immersive they experience. So many- They had so many notes back
3: and forth with the production company. At this point, they were tired of fighting. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, though, this is (laughs) night and this trailer is night and day compared to our next trailer, which is the Forever Purge. So, have you guys? I only the only note I have is let's get it. Like I love, I, I the Purge movies are nothing but a schlock fest. That's all they are. They have some cool political commentary. The first one sucked, and the other two were good. I, lo- I watched the last one. I, uh, you know, it's just something you're into there. None of them are going to be objectively well, like well-made movies. You know what I mean? I'm, s- I'm sorry. That's the reality of it. However, that's a good take. I love this angle of the purge where they're just like, there's just a bunch of people in the Midwest that are like, fuck your rules. We're doing whatever we want. You know what I mean? And I tend to believe that with the way these purge movies work, that it has something to do with like the whole the whole body of government in The Purge is called the New Founding Fathers and they're just a bunch of white supremacists like assholes, right? That run the government. I wouldn't be surprised if they made some legislation that allows this to take place. You know what I mean? And that's like the twist or whatever. But I I mean, like, what'd you guys think? What'd you guys think? Yeah, it also plays back into the whole political commentary of that movie base. So I want to hear... I mean,
2: that's the the whole... There's definitely... There's a a big part about it like, oh, well, the, the... Government has opened the border, and it's like, okay, I see you know, like you're doing a reversal on what's going on real right now, right? Right, yeah, like they're definitely trying to be, you know, like a commentary, but I don't know, overall, I wasn't too like hyped
1: about it, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've I'm kind of with Pat, I've seen pretty much all of the Purge movies, I watched the Purge TV show when it was on whatever streaming platform. Um, and I felt it worked better in a TV show platform because, you know, over like an eight episode eight hour arc, you kind of got a little bit more invested in the character, and it didn't have to be like super like if you I, I feel if you give it breathing room, you can explore some fun stuff. But every purge movie I feel, they put out a trailer, and they're like, we're gonna be talking about this. And it's like that seems super like apropos at the time. But now, like a year later, like this is very clearly. A reflection of being like Donald Trump is still the president. That was yeah. a fake election. We're oh, gonna do yeah. whatever we want. Well, it's just dated to me at this well, point, especially they're like, when it's gonna come out.
0: They're like the Saw movies where yeah. like they just they know they have an audience and they're gonna put something out that everyone that, that audience is gonna like. You know, mm-hmm. everyone likes the idea of the purge, it's an interesting concept. There's a new body of a new political party in charge. They've implemented this measure that says one night a year, all crime is legal for 12 hours. And because of that, like crime rate went to zero and fucking, and the economy like shot through the roof. And then, as you peel back the layers, you see like what effects that has on society. Yeah, and I you feel talk like about
1: class. You talk about yeah, like yeah, disparity. Exactly, and, like, yeah, and you, paper, then you it's find a great out concept.
0: exactly. <laughs> it's just I think
1: we all want a purge. Yeah, right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just execution because every movie. Yeah, because every movie is hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like the first one is just a stupid home invasion movie, and then the second one is full on like. They, they take it to the fucking streets, and it's awesome. The third one, they were like, let's just do that again, and that's what they did. And then the fourth one, they tried to get, you know, introspective with it again and, like, you know, go back to the first purge and, like, you know, and they go set it up. They set it on Staten Island, and they are like, this is where the first purge is going to be. 12 hours where all crime is legal. And I'm the guy who lives... 20 minutes outside of Staten Island. I'm like, do you know what Staten Island's like already? Like, they didn't <laughs> like, give a shit this. about y'all your there, rules. Y'all
1: went in there with the film crew. <laughs> yeah. On a Friday. Night. Have you seen, have you seen Pete
2: Davidson? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, um, like, have you been? Like, they don't give a fuck about your rules when it comes to committing. Clause.
2: There already
3: are no rules out there. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> no Staten laws, Island.
3: No clause I, yeah, right. yeah. I mean the I watched the trailer. The only note I have about this is literally
1: okay. <laughs> all <right. laughs> that's all I all have. Right. To say. Yeah, oh, okay. that's fine. Right. I'll do that. Right. It's they I, I do give them a lot of credit. They they do some really good trailer work, like with all of the like the visuals and the costumes and stuff. That looks mag cool. Like the dude who's got like skeleton teeth but they're bullets, that's cool. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I
3: meant to say I have one other note. Mask budget must have been huge. Mask, mm. was oh. dope as
1: fuck. Mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. also from from like looking at the last year in society, you're not gonna have people with these complicated masks out. You would have a dude with like a Tweety Bird fricking bandana covering his nose. <laughs> With
0: like and a uh, fixed shape. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> every, everybody's wearing a fucking Guy Fox mask. They're just, oh, you got one too? Like, <laughs> I, just, I thought it was a just Joe me. Rogan shirt on. Yeah. I really
2: hope there's like yeah, I hope there's like a QAnon shirt somewhere in there.
0: And there's a big online presence. But only like thirteen of them show up to the actual yeah. bird yeah. site. Like, <laughs> like, the,
1: the, and like, where are the fat they, people? They like, <laughs> like these, are, these are all like yeah. military tactical. They like take like, pictures. Where are the they
0: <laughs> take selfies and light flares. They don't kill anyone. No like, neck
2: beard. Not a single neck beard. Inside. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I
0: was actually gonna say that one I neck beard so in perfect. overalls just shows up with his face painted silver and, and a, a sickle. <laughs> yeah, <and> like a <laughs> sickle, and he just with stabs the, like, the one male. Man, uh, Yeah, and he just stabs. What? One- hey,
1: what the fuck? You know. And even he's like, "Oh god, I'm so fucking sorry." You know, like <laughs> I didn't
2: I've never that. seen so much blood. Yeah. I
1: want, I want a scary movie rendition actually, of Purge actually, now. Like, <laughs> I want this. I want. This. I think this is a good skit idea.
0: Quite honestly.
1: Yeah. Oh uh,
0: like, man, we just, just sold it. a better movie than the Forever Purge did. all right and that's
1: all we
3: have to say
0: okay so main topic tonight boys we're talking about our favorite summer movies i actually i want to point out nick i think it's interesting that for this thumbnail you chose jaws on a tv screen for
2: two reasons
0: one Jaws was the first movie to ever be coined the summer blockbuster in 1975. It's, a, it, it's
2: almost like I did that on purpose. Well, I, I thought I thought so you now were that's just
3: an actual fact, not a <laughs> yeah, that's not a pat <laughs> fact. But I thought fact. okay, I
0: thought he fact. was just going for a beach angle, right? Like that's like favorite summer <laughs> no, movies. No, and the, and when I first, first saw it, Buster. I was like, who the fuck's gonna pick Jaws? No one was around in 1975. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what was the asshole? I, about I, was like, yeah, I saw Jaws when it got put out again in like 2003, like at, at Cranford Theater. You know, I couldn't see anything, but it was fine.
2: <laughs> well, what's the other part of that fun fact? That was it. You said two, you said two reasons.
0: Oh, yeah. The second, the, the second reason cool. was because like who the fuck would have picked Jaws? That was I didn't think that was a fact. <laughs>
3: Uh, Pat you, you gave you gave him the reason why he picked Jaws. It's the first <laughs>
1: summer blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, whatever. Anyway,
1: so yeah, what are we talking about, Pat? So we're
0: talking about our favorite summer movies that we saw in theaters. I we kind of talked about like a month. Like I would say, like nowadays it's a little bit bigger because you know everybody's trying to get a summer blockbuster out. Um, but it used to be last week in April, first week in May to um last week of july first week of august is like the summer movie months because then like the last three weeks of august everyone's on vacation so like nobody wants like nobody's seeing movies and kids start going back to school uh old people start walking in the mall again so they don't get the air conditioning of the movie theater you know it's just these are things that they take into consideration it's cold inside theaters kids are out of school there's more free time you know so I mean, for me, I saw a bunch of movies as a kid in the summer. I still see, I just saw a fucking movie the other day. What am I even going on about? But my point is, is that uh, we picked two that we did like and one that we didn't like. That's kind of our thing around here. And uh, I'm going to go first. Super I'm going to go first. Okay. I'll tell you guys uh, a fucking, <laughs> I had like a lot to work with because I just found, like, I just started going back with old movies that I saw as a kid, right? The first one that kept coming up though was 2002's Spider-Man.
3: Okay. Directed wait, by wait. Z- so, so, that was that was the first one with Tobey Maguire. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> no. No. Is the other one? Uh, Rick Flair was actually Spider-Man. Well, no, I, I was just movie. making sure I didn't know if it was the
3: Spider-Man Two. I'm sure you would have no, said that. No. Fuck it. Never over. mind. Forget so it. Is Thanks, that? I was. Spider-Man. I mean, I could <laughs> I
0: could have. I could have picked Spider-Man Two, but I went with Spider-Man One. Because I saw it on my birthday. I think I was turning like 10 or 11, right? And I remember my cousin was taking me to the theater. And she was like looking at movie times. This is like when you used to look at movie times in the fucking newspaper. And she was like, oh, I see they have one at 930. She's like, "Mm, you can't go to the 930. You'll never stay awake. I go, no, I think I'll be able to. So she called up movie phone. To buy fucking tickets. Movie and then 930, not the 930 fun. at Menlo Park Mall, which was still theaters, <clears throat> by the way, not like this dining shit bougie. that they have going on. Yeah, bougie, pretty much. Um, 930 was sold out. So they offered her the 10 o'clock and she went and she bought it. And motherfuckers, I stayed up that whole goddamn movie. It was awesome. It's the first so movie I've ever you. seen where the bottom of the screen was just people's heads.
1: <laughs> oh that's cool yeah, yeah. Where, like it was a packed theater. yeah
0: it was the first time i was ever like holy shit a lot of people go to these things you know
1: i wonder what that what my first movie was like in a fully packed theater it might have been like the pokemon 2000 movie oh see, yeah I went, see no might have been same. when Tonight. i was
0: that young though and i saw movies i normally didn't go on friday and saturday nights I usually went on Fridays at like 4:30 or 3:30, like right out of school. Like my mom mm. and all the moms would take the kids to go see like Finding Nemo or like whatever the hell was out that kids would see right over in um uh Danny, you would know. Do you remember the Oak Tree Movie Theater like right on yes. Oak Tree Road, Movie City yep. is what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, it yep. had all I remember the art. That one. Okay, I would be there on Friday afternoons seeing a movie. Uh Yeah
3: my my mom would oh no go ahead there you go i was just going to say my mom never worked on mondays it was just like as a hairdresser hair salons are pretty much on mondays for the most part so i was always i grew up going to movies at like noon on a monday during the summer when there was literally nobody there uh, it was the best it was the greatest
1: thing
0: i saw ice age there too all right anyway go on who's next
1: all right are you are we doing we're doing we the we're doing the normal way yeah Dig, uh, Danny. Where would you go? Okay, yeah, I can go. <laughs> so, uh where'd you go? Where'd you go right now? <laughs> I have a little bit of background for it. So, um mine were actually not like when I think of summer movies. We used to do this thing in like our neighborhood where our buddy had like a pool in his backyard, and his dad had got a projector and like a big screen. So I remember like we used to like everybody in the neighborhood would go over to their house, and one of the dudes or one of the yeah, one of the dudes worked up, one of the parents worked up in, up by the city, and he worked, like, near the docks and stuff, so he was able to get, like, all of the bootlegged DVDs for, like, things that were out in nice, theaters. Nice,
0: nice. I was wondering so, who going to bring up the bootlegs.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, like, vividly remember, like, every week, it would be, like, a Friday or it'd be something like that. We would have, like, movie night where everybody would go over in, like, the dark. It was, sw- like, it was dark, so we would, like, night swim. They would get everything set up. The adults would be drinking and when you watching movies in the my pool, mouth anyway man Playing playing yeah man like it was like that's like such a vivid summer like suburban nostalgia memory for me um and i remember one of the ones um we'll get into my other ones later but accepted we watched with Justin Long uh, and um uh, Jonah, Jonah, Hill. Jonah Hill Jonah Hill ask and me about, about my wiener. wiener. Like I, I vividly remember like losing my absolute shit in the pool, like with that movie, and the parents being like, This is kinda racy. <laughs> like, oh.
0: <laughs> Bro, I love the part of that movie where Lewis Black is just like fucking A after after he has the yeah. meeting with uh the parents, or the kid who actually blows up the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually did it, but I, I remember like for a while, my dad was like, "God, I, I love Lewis Black. Like, I just love being able to like. I wish
2: I could just get away with talking like Lewis Black. <laughs> like, <laughs> just knowing your dad trying to like trying to picture him do a Lewis Black routine."
1: <laughs> but mm. that that's my so I'm I'm not a, I'm not my my other ones aren't going to be about in theaters. They're going to be about two other films in the same experience.
0: Mm, I feel like mine are. Ex- Exclusively theaters, but go on. Who's
1: next? Danny, you're mm-hmm. up. All right. Uh,
3: my first one is Men in Black. July second, nineteen ninety seven. Good year. It was one. It wasn't my first ever movie in theaters, at least according to my mom. But it's the first one that I remember going to see in theaters. Went with my mom, my brother, my older cousin, and uh, I just remember having no clue what was going on, but I was loving it i loved will smith i was like i don't know who that guy is because i don't remember watching fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> that, Bel- that guy's we're five years old but i was like I, yeah for five years old i was like this guy's got some charisma <laughs> and he was so cool and i remember i got in trouble afterwards for quoting his nypd line NYPD means I will knock your punk ass down, <laughs> and I would just quote that in my house. And my mom got so pissed because I kept saying punk ass. But did you really tell her? Is, did
0: it's... you tell her that you would knock her punk ass out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Danny, do you have siblings?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I had okay. a brother who I would tell I would, who then would immediately knock my punk ass down because he's four years older. But. Uh, <laughs> I would tell my mom that when she told me to go to bed, but, uh, it, either or it was also like Will Smith was obviously known at the time. He was, he was a star in his own right. Bro, he but, was in
0: wild, wild west, which was almost one of my choices. Wild wild west. Okay. Well, so
3: Ooh. here's the thing. Well, so wild, wild west Burger came after that. men in black. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Wild, wild west came after men in black because men in black launched him to super stardom he was already a star but this is what launched him to being a summer blockbuster staple
0: a box office it, draw pretty much yeah
3: uh, yeah a, a box office Wait, draw, exactly. was it and, this
0: hold on uh, was it this or was it independence day that did that i thought it was independence day.
3: independence day was 98 yeah, I think it was after that, wasn't it? Hmm. I believe so. We can quickly fact but, uh, check.
0: Well, I mean, we don't have the fact check right now. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But oh, I thought it was Independence Day. I thought 96. it was Independence Day, but then again, I also saw Will Smith in this and Wild Wild West before I saw him in Independence Day at, at any point in my life. But. Right. Okay.
3: Well, even like even if Independence Day actually came out before, he wasn't he was obviously a star in it, but this was the one where it was him, Tommy Lee Jones, but he was the vehicle. Like yeah, he was right. the whole movie. But um either way, that's mine, Men in Black One, which uh I believe actually uh on, on this show we have our own Men in Black star.
2: Uh is that is that correct? Yeah. I'm an alum of the franchise. Friend of the Men show in Black. alum
1: of the franchise.
2: <laughs> friend Men of the friend Black. of the show. I was in Men in Black Three as a uh as an extra.
3: <laughs> so and in, you were in uh... wait
2: yeah, wait. Oh, I, was, I was gonna oh. say you know, Oh wait
1: Oh, all right. You get to uh, see you get, my you abdomen. The, <laughs> you get the good shot. We don't know <laughs> if that's actually Nick or not, but it could
2: it, it may or may not be. Yeah, I uh so um the story that I always tell for, for this experience, it was like one week. It was like five days I was in, on set for men in black three and uh we're walking off set. And it was hot as balls, uh, and we were we were saying that it was me and this guy Justin. we walking down the street leaving set. They released us to go get lunch, and uh, you know, oh man, it was so hot in there because they turned off the air conditioning. So the sound didn't mess with the, uh The sound of the air conditioner didn't mess with the audio. And Josh Brolin just walks in between us. He's like, "Yeah, it was. It was so hot in there," and just <laughs> strikes up a conversation with us and like cool dude we're walking down the street trying to play it cool like you know like we're just talking to a regular guy and then we're going to holding to take a right and he's he has to go to his trailer which is a left he's like all right i'll catch you guys later takes a step in front of us puts both his hands behind his back and gives us behind the back low five and takes off (laughs) And I'm like, I've never heard that part. So story that before. is a cool person. <laughs> and right then there. Josh
0: Brolin was never seen again. <laughs>
3: and that's on God, baby girl. <laughs> that's cool. That you got balls to go for the the hidden low five, mm-hmm. behind the back low five. Dude, that's, wow. that's He was that's like, really "Let me flex cool. on
0: these extras real quick." Yeah. You guys want to come back to, to my trailer and have paint? It'll be fun. <laughs> that's cool all right okay that is good but nick you haven't said your movie yet
2: that's all that's all i got is that story oh okay Um, (laughs) no uh so summer of 2015 mad max fury road um that is the is the the movie i think i remember the best leaving it just being so amp amped up about the experience that i had i don't really generally leave the theater you know just gushing But that movie, I just remember how uh, impressed I was with the visual storytelling. And I mean, this has been a running theme for me. Show, don't tell. Um, Just one of the most visually intriguing stories I've ever seen. And I wasn't really even a big fan of the the Mel Gibson Mad Max uh, movies, but that one really blew me away.
3: It's so funny. That's so 20, funny. You that's so funny. The, yeah. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the thing about the visual storytelling. Just because that movie, it obviously had uh, screenwriters, but they actually gave a writing credit to the guy who built the storyboard. Oh, for yeah? it, Because it was such a visual medium that it obviously the that's storyboard cool. was incredibly re- I important mean, to telling yeah. the story. But, they gave that guy a writing credit. What I oh, don't.
0: Yeah. What I. When I first saw that movie. And I think all of you know this because I remember I saw that it got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, goddamn, this, I didn't think this was going to be that good. And then we, I read that there were like amazing characters, this amazing story. I went and saw the movie, and the entire time I was watching, it, I was like, all right, when's it going to pick up? All right, when's it going to pick up? <laughs> mm-hmm. What's going on? Like, we haven't really talked about the plot yet. And then, you know, they drive in a straight line. They're like, what we're looking for is not here. Let's go back. And they just, yeah, they go right back. I left that theater being genuinely confused. I didn't know why people really got behind it. Like, I have no, Mm -hmm. it didn't dawn on me till later on that the shit I was watching was 95% practical. Like, that (laughs) the shot composition is unmatched by most action films. The the color palette is so imaginative the one part where charlie steron puts that guy's hose in the wheel and it rips his face off another highlight um but it's funny i remember leaving that theater not like jaded not like cynical but being like wow what's fucking i miss, like i don't really get it and that actually that movie genuinely crossed my mind to be on my worst
2: Really? really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. cuz
0: even when I watched it again, I was like what, I just don't fucking for, get why people are like holy
2: funny fuck thing is I I haven't seen a movie yet that has been able to top Fury Road as far as build like just building a uh, a universe around itself cuz you might not have seen any of the other movies Which I I actually haven't seen any of the other Mad Max movies. I like the Road Warrior. The Road
0: Warrior. And
2: and just, I just knew exactly what was going on, what the hierarchical structure of the society was. It really, like, just threw you in. And even though it didn't tell you, well, here's this guy's status, I knew exactly what was going on. And it was just perfect.
1: Yeah, that's what I really (laughs) liked about it because, like, the storytelling was very unassuming Mm -hmm. and it was not, it, it was not spoon-fed, but you got everything you needed. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, I and I, I really like the visual elements of that film because I feel it harkens back to a lot of, like, the older, yep. like, uh, Mad Max movies where it's, like, some of the shots for a movie that comes out in 2015, it does not look like a, an action movie that was shot in 2015. Like, a lot of them look, like, not dated, but, like, you know... um callback shot it's like yeah. it's Vinty. like the way the
0: first conjuring like, is shot that movie looks like it's shot in the 70s yeah. you know what yeah. i mean
3: yeah but but um, I, I will say i recently just watched mad max fury road again because pat i had the same feeling as you where we I, all, like, I i
0: remember we all said the yeah, same wait, thing me you and
3: joe all had the same feeling joe and i literally rewatched it just a couple of weeks ago i after it was done i was like i like the movie now Especially now, like, everything that we just said, I also, like, I had heard about and read about and watched YouTube videos about watch the whole thing again i was just like okay now i actually do yeah like i gotta watch watch
0: that one again because like i saw this whole video of like give give it another chance the actual like motion between like where the gun is pointing where the motorcycle jumps where the motorcycle Mm -hmm. lands to where the car is driving to where the gun is now i was like god damn it they put this all together in their heads before they just oh it's fucking crazy so um my next one i guess uh i actually okay so I kind of cheated here. I have two movies written down, but I'm not gonna tell an amazingly long story. It happens in the same summer, which a lot of people forget. So that's there you go. There's a real fucking fact that people forget about this.
1: Can I guess the year?
0: Yes. Is it
2: 2008? Yes. Dude, okay, okay, mine
1: too. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Is
2: wait, does Christopher Nolan have something to do with this? Of course no, no, he no, does. No, no.
1: <laughs> Why would it?
0: Uh, um. 2008 had iron man and the dark Knight in one summer. And I saw (laughs) both of them at midnight at 15 years old. And I was, was, I didn't realize that I would still be talking about these movies. However many fucking almost 15 years later, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, um, in, the Dark Knight was the first time I went and saw a movie that I was so amped up for that even, like, the people in my life were like, hey, enjoy that shit because you've been looking forward to it. And mm-hmm. um, I remember that's the first time I went there. I mean, went to a movie theater and it was the first time I saw people dressed up as characters from the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it was that type of, like dude's painted up as the Joker. And like, I had the thought, I was like, what if this sucks? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like what if this is actually really bad? And this was before rotten tomatoes. This was like before IMDB was really big. You know, these were just message boards that I was hanging out on and people were like spreading all these like wild, like I saw it. I like the Joker dies and like spoilers, but the Joker doesn't die, but they were spreading all these bullshit until finally, like, I remember I saw the movie. I, got home probably like three or four in the morning, was so amped I couldn't go to sleep. And I had summer school the next day because I was a dickhead and I failed English. Uh- <laughs> failed English. I failed English my freshman year. Yeah. It's your
1: native language, Pat. <laughs> doesn't mean
0: I can write it. You know, I can speak it.
2: Well, I mean... I mean, all we have to do is look back a few you know, a few weeks back to when Pat said liably legable. And we'll... <laughs> all
0: right. I may not be able of to Pat speak. Not being able you to manage English. can't fucking tell time. Cause that was months ago. <laughs> 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 um, but, and just Iron Man in general, we all know what, what that movie did. We don't have to go over it. We have a whole video on our channel going over what that movie did. Um, and I will say this, that was the first time I had ever gone to a movie at midnight with somebody else's parents. And that makes, all the fucking difference. The tone was totally different. This guy didn't want to be there. My my parents would always be like, oh, let's at least, you know, have a good time. They go to the movies at midnight. They feel like big kids. This guy was like, fuck you. I don't want to be here. I don't want to take you here. Nobody better enjoy this. And you want to know what? We Even Iron Man, as we walked out of the theater, we're, we get in this guy's car. You know, he's driving me home. And he just goes... It's a good fucking movie. Like <laughs> that was all he had to say. But yeah, no, those are mine uh Iron Man and the, I really it's just The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was really the one that was like holy shit. Mm-hmm. But I just
2: I, I think back to what my reaction was around the time that Dark Knight came out. I didn't see it in theaters and I remember people freaking out that uh that uh Heath Ledger Heath had died. Ledger. Yeah. And yeah. I was like what is the big deal? He's an actor. Who gives a shit? Like, and just being so jaded. I'm like, I'm too cool. And then I eventually got around to seeing the movie when it came out on TV and just like learning the Joker monologue in the hospital. And just like, that was one of the things that made me want to do acting as a profession for Mm -hmm. a period of time in my life. That's That's why I was in men in black three was because of that movie. (laughs) I
0: I will say this because of Heath Ledger. Yeah. I like, I auditioned for plays with those monologues. Yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. and I remember, I there was a show I did when I was like fourteen. It was during the summer, uh, and it was this show called a Thurber Carnival. It's like a really dated like skit show. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. They had some guy come in and like update the jokes. It's so fucking old. So, mm-hmm. um. I remember I auditioned for, for that show just by listening to the clips that were on IGN's website of Heath Ledger doing his whole Joker thing. And I just memorized them. And they were like, yeah, do you have your monologue? I was like, oh, I'm just going to wing it. They were like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to. It'll be fine. And I actually got cast in quite a lot of parts. Uh, in that there show, you so you know, maybe I should go back to doing that. Just fucking memorizing <laughs> monologues. From-
1: <laughs> Harken back to what works, right? Yeah, but I, uh, I just
3: remember like that Halloween afterwards. Uh, everybody dude, was oh my god, awesome. so worst. many jokes. I remember my I mom remember. I think it was my first me. high school Halloween. I'm no, it was our sure, second whenever. one. It was our second one. Oh, it was our second, second one. Second. It was our yeah. second one. Okay, but yeah, it was just everyone was the Joker.
0: I remember even like cool people were the Joker and lame mm-hmm. people were the
1: Joker. You know, the only thing they it, could agree upon. It was like, yeah. and we had the we had the Spider Man pointing meme. It like, was like, <laughs>
0: it was like when the popular chick and the lonely chick accidentally wore the same sweater on dress down day or something. You know, it was like <laughs> that beat sort the of shit out yeah, of that lonely. Yeah, yeah, it was like that sort of kinetic energy, that sort of lightning that was I, that same Halloween. Someone dressed up as a big sperm cell too. <laughs> it was just a sea of jokers. And a sperm cell right there, sperm. right in the middle.
1: And I think the hey, sperm man. won. Yeah, yeah that's so sperm end
0: won now, the right?
3: competition, yeah.
0: I remember that, that specific Halloween, I think I like I put together like a Darth Vader costume with like a cape and a helmet. That was it. And the helmet I had since I was like ten. I was like, this right. barely fits, but whatever. I didn't do I, the that Joker. year
2: i was george harrison for halloween <laughs>
0: i wore a sweater
2: vest I, I uh i was really i was in tune with culture back in high school <laughs> nick i was i nick was came um, to
0: school and was like why are all these jokers here <laughs> I, 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 these, I, these, jokers. these these plebes yeah. they're so
2: uncultured yeah
1: fresh freshman year me and me and three other friends were um sergeant pepper like and we nice. like bought like the shiny, like, felt and sewed like, our own costumes. Mike, uh,
2: that's cool. I was... <laughs> right I was, like, George Harrison in plain clothes.
4: <laughs> Can't you guys tell?
2: All I did was, like, <laughs> cl- was, I just, like, combed my hair differently and, like, put on, a, a, a like, a different shirt. I was like, George Harrison from the Beatles!
0: Can't you guys I tell? Him? Is it not obvious that I'm George Harrison from the Beatles?
3: <laughs> every time someone asks, "What are you?" Nick just let out a pretentious.
0: we
2: might not have
1: heard of the Beatles.
2: We had like a show. I was on like the my high school's show that played during um, uh, like free period, and I had a segment, and it was like thirty seconds long every week, where I just was like, "This is day in Beatles history," and I would just be like, <laughs> "John Lennon said this famous quote," like. John Lennon. That died. would later
0: be quoted <laughs> by Kevin Conroy in a cameo. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Big circle boy. Now there's
0: a pat back for you. <laughs> All
1: right, yeah, let's uh, move. I'll, I'll keep yeah, going. let's move on. Uh, so Burke, I, up. I was, I was going to, I was, I saw what 2008 had, mm. and I was like, I know Pat is gonna like. I was like, so I was like, I'll pick different ones. What and 2008 bad? was a absolute banger. For stoner comedies. Oh fuck, dude! I can't uh, believe I didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, I know which way you're gonna go. Not, Forgetting Sarah one. Marshall, my... Step Brothers, Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder, all come out within like three to four months of one another. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was looking at that, and I was like, I, I was scrolling the list, searching. And I was like, how, in the absolute hell, did this happen? Like. That is such a well specific. Which like, one is for, it? For, for like one to come out <laughs> and then one not to influence the other a year later. I didn't realize they were that truncated.
0: Well, which one is it? Which one do you like? I mean, my favorite out of, out of that the, list is Tropic Thunder for sure.
1: The, out of those, Step Brothers is probably the one I've seen the most. Um, Pineapple Express might be the one I enjoy the most. I do. That's, like- <laughs> that's
2: a favorite for me.
0: Yeah, me is. <laughs> I, I mean, like I like I said. I. I. Like, Tropic Thunder, I think... I-, I love Pineapple Express and Tropic Thunder. I think they're both amazing. But Tropic Thunder has this amazing performance by Robert Downey Jr. that you don't Who realize... Out
1: in Iron Man months yeah, before like,
0: Yeah, like, that like, you don't no. realize is an amazing performance. He got nominated for an Oscar for that performance. For Blackface. Yes, <laughs> for blackface, blackface in 2008. But, like, that's the thing. The whole point of the character is is the absurdity of this guy being in Blackface when they have a black actor who they just yep. won't cast. Like, that's that joke, that, that fucking, yes. that's uh, uh, our people. What do you mean, our people? You know, that's where they What's got, that's doing? where that joke, yeah. What do you, mean? What do you our mean, mean, our people? But I mean, that,
2: that cast was super stacked, you know, like and- you had... Uh, Nick Nolte, um, Jack Black, uh, who else was it? Mother Everybody.
0: Nature just pissed her pants. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise.
2: Everyone Tom Cruise.
3: forgets about the fact that, <laughs> holy shit, that's Tom Cruise. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. I
2: Matthew will McConaughey. Never forgive, I will never forgive my mom for this. She got out of the theater seeing Tropic Thunder, called me up. Nick, you gotta see Tropic Thunder. It was so funny. You're, I, you Just try and guess. Try and guess who Tom Cruise is in it. You're never going to guess. You're never going to guess who Tom Cruise is. He's the manager, Lex Grossman. I'm like, why would you tell me? Why would you tell me that's him? You're never going to guess.
0: Tom Cruise actually read a lot of criticism that he could not do comedy. Yeah. So he heard through the grapevine that Ben Stiller was putting this mega production together. Ben Stiller directed the film, if you guys didn't know that. And he fucking called him and was like, I want a part in this movie. He's like, cause I want to prove that I can do comedy. And Ben Stiller was like, no fucking problem, bro. And so obviously (laughs) Tom Cruise wants it. Yeah. So obviously. So then he plays Lex gross. Like what is it? He's like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. I will <laughs> find don't. you. I will fuck Wait. you and your whole face, like.
3: <laughs> oh, that he, he then yells at him, and then he hangs up and says, "We don't negotiate with terrorists." That's right. And it, then he gets it, a big round of applause. Matthew, and then the
0: Matthew McConaughey.
1: Matthew McConaughey. That he does at the end. Yeah, at the very end. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, uh, yeah, Matthew with McConaughey. the fucking TiVo. Where he throws They'll the TiVo and
0: then and <laughs> and, and hits the fucking grenade in the grenade launcher. Or like when Robert Downey Jr. says like, ah, oh, my legs, they're cold. And Ben Stiller's like, well, yeah, you're laying in a puddle. so. <laughs> oh,
3: would you look at that? Oh also let's not forget just to draw attention Tom Cruise did say the n-word in that movie as well. Yo
4: <laughs> he
3: did say the n-word at in that point. movie. Wait, at what uh, point. when he's trying to sell Matthew McConaughey on uh, letting Ben Stiller's character die so that they could start like a scholarship and so that he could then get a G5 it was like you're talking G five. He says the N word in that scene with,
2: with an A, not with an E R. Right? I don't remember. Yeah, I, it, I had remember it had that to be with an A. that makes a big difference. But, <laughs> I I understand, but I not I will to say, say I, either one is is you that know, word I'm not, that, I'm movie,
3: not say, that
0: movie that movie also had a pro. I mean that movie is like you know you can't make that movie today. But also it had the R word in it too, which I know yeah at the line at the fucking time bro i people in my life were absolutely they were like it doesn't matter how good of a movie it is or what context it's in he uses the word and he can't use it's like jesus christ it's like can you would you at least be open mind to what the fuck is going on like
1: oh i i had the opposite response where like you was like you never go full <laughs> they <on."> were actively <laughs> like yeah let's everybody use it. every like every single person that i know was like that was just the instant like, you know, quoted line.
2: I feel yeah. like people still quote that today. People, people quote still that and quote and right that today.
0: absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Who's whose movie so. was that? Uh, well, Tri tec- like,
3: Technically Burke's is like a uh, string yeah. of movies. Okay. So I, then Dan, I think you're I up. think that was all of our movie <laughs> Well, so I mean my my next one actually, my my love one was Pineapple Express. Actually, perfect. And I want was, to talk about and, that yeah, too. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so my the reason I chose it not only it you know it's a amazing movie. It's hysterical. It's it's got great action. But it was the first R rated movie that I snuck into. I bought a ticket, I believe, for Up. It was like Up was on like its last legs in theaters, which Up was an amazing movie. But at this point, it was out for like a couple of months. And I remember I bought a ticket for Up, and I believe it was was a couple of us, and we went and then just snuck into Pineapple Express. And it was amazing. There were so many jokes I just didn't understand as well, being like a 14 or 15-year-old. But i just remember thinking this movie is hysterical i've never smoked weed before but
0: i totally get everything that food's, about. That's food's that's still so warm like, yep. yeah it's just like i love I've never like i said weed,
1: but this is hysterical. craig robinson you're like, you're like is the best the little in little brother movie. on the side being like yeah that's funny like, that's hysterical. craig robinson
3: so funny is the next day i told my older brother who saw it legally the, probably two nights before, or in fact, well, we saw it on the same night, different theaters. I was like, "Oh, I saw Pineapple Express." He was like, "I bet you didn't get half the fucking movie." And I was like, "Maybe, but fuck you, it was great."
0: I saw I saw that movie with two of my friends, um, and I my sister bought tickets, right? And we snuck in, like with like, because we bought tickets to whatever too, and I laughed so fucking hard. When he was like, you just mm-hmm. got fucked up by a Daewoo, son. You uh, got <laughs> or I love when Danny McBride. I mean, there's a whole bunch of great stuff. But Danny McBride is like they're in the Daewoo. And he's like getting all amped up for the fight and everything for the final whatever shootout. And they get there. And they're like, are right, you ready? He goes, I, I don't know if I could do this. I- I'll see you guys later. And he like actually yeah. like goes in a circle like, all right, I'll see you guys. And then drives away. Like Craig Robertson. Food's still Amazing. warm. Yeah. Food still warm. I think
2: that that movie <laughs> was the one that drug? made me aware of most of that crew. Yeah, like, yeah. I was yeah. aware of one hundred percent. I would agree. And I
3: introduced so many of those guys, and also I love how the fact that uh, like really the parts were sort of written, uh, reversely, where like it was supposed to be, um, what's it called? James Franco playing the Seth Rogen character, and they just kind they just kind of decided, and then Seth Rogen was playing the uh the drug dealer decided oh, to flip it they were just like wait why don't we just flip it? or whether they decided to write a movie with their roles flipped I'm not sure how it all came about but it's just you think about it you would think Seth Rogen would be the stoner drug dealer and said no he's just the stoner guy James Franco is the <laughs> hysterical drug dealer
0: I love well, now that it, you're saying this I love <laughs> I love the plot point where it's like it's basically just a 25 year old who's in love with an 18 year old and when he's at the pay phone and he gets back together there Want to get married. <laughs> he says, like,
1: ah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. I think my, my favorite. So many is-
0: relatable feelings in that movie now.
1: I just. Danny McBride's character in that whole movie is like. See, this? that was, I think, the first time I've ever. Shaved seen my armpits. Him. Jake he's more out. Dynamic, dynamic when I fight. He's, he's making the cake for his cat, and they're like, <laughs> "They're like, where is your cat?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "It died a couple months ago." you died a couple months ago. <laughs> he's like, but I "He's still like, like, don't worry, bro." Cake. It's. He's like, "Don't worry, it's going to heaven." He's like, "Maybe cat was a little fucker. He could have gone to hell." <laughs> <laughs> I love at the end when they're sitting in like the diner and he just closes his eyes. And it's just like, oh.
4: Lost consciousness there for a second. I, I lost a lot of blood. I lost a good <laughs> amount of blood. I think my
2: favorite quote is, I thought hurricane season was over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, he's eating. He's like, I'm trying not to let the food
0: fall out of his that, mouth. That movie is <laughs> the first movie that made me want to engage in a living room brawl where you're just <laughs> fucking sm- smashing
2: things over Dude, each other. Oh, when they go in the bathroom and he's under the door. Oh, yeah. it's so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the fight's over and Seth Rogen
3: still comes in.
2: This ends now! <laughs> oh, and
3: throws yeah. him into a
2: wall.
0: Yeah, yeah this oh. movie's good. I love it. All right. Oh
3: yeah. So that was my my last
0: love. Nick, you're up.
2: Movie. Um so I was going to go with a different movie until we started talking about it like comedies and it made it sparked an idea. Um I was going to say Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Uh which came out the same year I was born, so it's just like that was on TV a lot when I was growing up. But I went with Zoolander, which oh
0: God, oh. 1997,
2: September of 97. That is one of my formative comedy movies really? and uh i mean just like again incredible cast a lot of the same guys from uh tropic thunder is why it made me think of it um that was in 97 97, 97. that's one On of movies,
0: those movies football. i've seen in like parts i've never seen the whole way through and the oh one time, God. the one time i started it to, the one know, time i mind. started it i was like i can't do this
2: really incredible really movie hysterical so you you've shot down both of my both of the movies that i brought i'm to sorry
0: i'm sorry <laughs> To, and to
3: Nick, be I'm, fair, here, I'm here, here to raise if, you up. Beautiful,
1: movie. I don't know if Incredible I would have wa- watched Thank that you, movie today for the first time. I don't know how I would react towards it because our, my my friend Cole, like he he never he was not into like any of these movies. He never saw like the Step Brothers. He didn't see that this whole genre of movies, and we've tried to show him them, and he's just like it's just I, I feel it was like at such a specific perfect right. point in like our lives that we got to see a lot of these movies that were so formative to <laughs> like, I feel I, 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 I kind of like feel like
0: the last one was was this is the end. You know what I mean? Like where the fuck did all these movies go after that? And I
3: mean what a way to end it. It was I the end. Mean, it's, it's kinda, yeah. yeah it's it's kind of yeah that's it's kind of biblical. And apparently there's
0: been, so sequel, ways, there's been sequel there's been sequel plans for that movie for you know since it came out and it was such a big hit and everything. But I mean like uh, were there really? I'd say just over, leave it that was as part it of it
2: the is. wasn't there that was like part of the plot of the movie right where they were like talking about making a movie within the movie yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
2: i don't oh, know if there was ever pineapple a, uh, express a you, it's the people's like weed we gotta get the people
0: back their weed. <laughs> it's the it's weed. The it's weed. weed it's the
2: people's it's weed. it's the people's weed but, but yeah no, no. zoolander um i think is one of the all-time great comedies of that era and really made me uh like appreciate um Ben Stiller as not just an actor, but like a behind-the-camera type of guy. I have a.
1: I, I didn't know he that
2: fact, not a pat fact. Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> a real fact. So you you know in like the um when he's he's talking to the dude who's the hand model in the in the cemetery. David Duchovny It's David Duchovny. <laughs> I forgot that he plays him. So I'm a finger a whole... jockey. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> he has. I'm a not whole like you. Finger jet.
3: We're head models. Yeah. We're bred differently.
1: <laughs> so he's, David Duchovny has a whole monologue that's like a very exposition heavy, like, this is where the story is going to go, in response to why male models. And then, after he goes and tells the whole thing, Ben Stiller just deadpan looks at him and goes, so why male models? And He's like, like, <laughs> he's like are, are, are you kidding me? I, I just went over that whole thing. That's deadass because Ben Stiller forgot his line, and then Dave Duchovny improv, he's like, are are you fucking kidding? I just told you this whole way. <laughs> and they left know. it in the film because it's <laughs> so good. That's hysterical. He, gets up,
2: he gets up to go and he steps on the cryogenic. Tube. He's like, you
3: freaking idiot. <laughs> oh, that, why that, mail uh,
1: the TV version of that movie is also hysterical with like all of the substitutes and all of like the the clean versions of it. I like, do yourself a favor and just watch that. <laughs> I've seen the
0: TV version yeah. and there was this one line that was obviously cut. And like, it's the orgy scene where like they have the crazy orgy with the one chick and she wakes up. She goes, "Ah, oh, what time is it? He's like, 4 p.m. She's like, 4 p.m. He's like, hey, how about a thanks for the awesome freak fest last night? <laughs> <laughs> when you sleep it off. There's right. the whole,
2: the, what really got mangled was the scene where he goes to the day spa and Andy Dick is like, uh, you know, like yeah. a, a masseuse and he's just like flapping him with what, you know, like yes. that scene got mangled in the Comedy Central edit. <laughs> Dude, that's
1: my favorite. So like, I, I really do have like a soft spot for watching like really, really bad, like clean versions of movies yeah. like that.
3: Well, they're, they're, yes. I think the, the most famous one was uh, The Big Lebowski, where the, that word, the, the F word, is it set a record at the time for most amount of uses of the F word. And um, what they had was John Goodman's character, who says the F word the most, he would go in, and I think the most famous line that he re-recorded was, I think he was saying, you don't. this is why you don't fuck a stranger in the ass. He said, this is why you don't meet a stranger in the Alps. And he just kept saying that so in the Comedy Central version, he was like, this is why you don't meet a stranger in the Alps. As he's, like, beating a car to death um, with you know, a it, In club. some
0: way, that How works are, in that. Exactly. Act. How are you guys not thinking about, I'm sick of these monkey fighting snakes on this <laughs> Monday through Friday plane? I, another
2: classic. I, I came up with a new one in the shower the other day. It's uh, somebody mentioned, I don't know, This here's a random fr- uh, a fact. It's uh, RuPaul has a bunch of land out in the Midwest and they do fracking on his property. Uh, not by any choice of his own, but just because the land got leased by the government. But uh, oil fracking in place of motherfucking. I, I want to see people sit like this this oil fracking situation. This oil I, fracking mundane. Ha- Q won't allow it outfield yeah, yeah exactly oil so fracking. take that right. comedy central so
0: speaking of stuff Easy i hate oil fracking here's the movie i didn't like you guys ready? i dug Already. deep for this one the day after tomorrow so oh, i thought man. classic so, shitty movie. yes yeah i thought <clears throat> i was gonna go like suicide squad something recent like 2016 it's like eh i mean like i feel like that's kind of obvious i want to like let's go farther back And I remember that, like, as I was stupider, as I was younger, I liked worse shit. But there is always this one movie that stuck out to me that I fucking knew was bad at the time. And that was The Day After Tomorrow. That was the same type of vibe where, like, you know, I was there, like, on a Friday night at, like, 6 p.m. after school. I think my dad wanted to see that, too, so he was there. Either way, the that's theaters loaded. Yeah, yeah, it was at Movie City. My dad like wanted to see San Andreas in like 2014. I was like, Dad, <laughs> we're done with the fucking destruction movies. He's like, I don't care. The rocks in it, like that. That's his mindset.
2: What was the What was the one with John Cusack? 2012? 2012. Did he want? Dude, did he see that one? No. Okay, I actually saw that one in theaters
0: because I paid for tickets to see Brothers with Jake Gyllenhaal and Topher Grace, and I went to the theater that said brothers on the side I sat in the seats and it started and I was like what the fuck is going on when is uh uh so what, what's his name what's Toby Maguire and when's Jake Gyllenhaal showing up and when's then finally yeah And then finally like the 2012 title like the title card went up I was like oh shit right either way ended up walking out of that one because that was so fucking bad and brothers was only like 90 minutes long and we ended up seeing a, uh, uh, Joe Enright in the chat, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Uh, <laughs> we ended up, um, garbage trucks right outside. We ended up seeing, a <laughs> what's it called? You're not
2: supposed to read it. <laughs> uh,
0: sorry. Uh- <laughs>
1: shout out to our, sponsors. shout out to our sponsor Disney garbage collection.
0: Either way though. My point was, is that, uh we saw this fucking movie and it was terrible. And everyone tell me that was good and they had a good time. And I remember going to the Chili's in the parking lot, like for dinner. And I was, that was fucking sucked. This was awful. I hated it. What a classic
1: post movie thing to do. It's like hit up the Fridays, Chili's or Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. That's in that movie plaza. Yeah.
0: It was awful. I mean, now it's like you go to Linden and then you go to, uh, what's it called? A Goodwill hunting. Ha ha. (laughs) You wanted me to read that though. Right. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now you're sending me mixed signals. Um, yeah, now it's half apps. Well, it was half apps. I don't know if yes, they do that yeah. anymore. Um, but yeah, mine was day after tomorrow. I don't have anything to say. It was, you know, it's I a Roland Emmerich movie, movie with the really other Quaid brother, <laughs> like
2: uh, D- Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid and uh, Jim Caviezel.
3: Yeah, it, it's it. It honestly, I've seen that movie so many times. That was like a weird friend staple. Like, Jake me Hall. and some of my friends. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jill- was Jill- it Gyllenhaal? Hall. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was Jim Caviezel. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. No, no, J- Jake mm. Hall. And it was, it's so bad. I watched it, like, as, like, an adult maybe a couple of years ago, and I was like, why did I, like, remotely like this as a kid? It's yeah. I just, I, an watch. I remember the
1: it being so good. Like, super cold, and they have to fall into the mall, right? The like Ice that, Age. Like a, it's like the, the Ice library. Age yep. happens
0: again. No, yeah. No, no, there's
3: in The library. Yes, they... But Dennis Quaid's
1: character Dennis is walking Quaid's, from oh, Washington yeah, from D.C. Window. to yeah. New York,
3: and he falls Dude, through a window.
1: Dude, yeah. that's the stupidest premise of the whole thing. Yep. Do you know how long that would take?
0: These Especially liberals,
2: in a blizzard. like, yeah, guys, <laughs> it, it was it the blizzard. second
0: Ice Age. That's what it was. It wasn't just a well, blizzard, I mean, like, Mike.
2: It wasn't supposed it, to Ice be Age like bl- bl- if anything, it was that's supposed worse. to make a big summer blockbuster movie out okay, of. Okay, but I have a problem.
1: I have a problem if you're like. I'm the
2: premier weatherman of the world, and
1: I've been telling everybody this is gonna happen. And then it's like, so okay, you want to throw all your science in here, but you're gonna fucking walk from D.C. to New York. Like, that's the problem I have with well, those. Which just pulls you couldn't me
2: dr- out, dude. The whole like the whole Eastern Seaboard was covered in a sheet of ice. There, was, he had to walk.
1: I understand. Now he drove
0: for the good part of it, and then he walked. He actually did. Yeah, he did. He did drive.
2: I'm gonna go back and rewatch this movie because I'm pretty disappointed. I gotcha. Okay. I,
1: I loved that movie <laughs> as a kid. I remember watching it. Check, on. It, check it out and let us know. It, it's so bad. Yeah, and it, as you watch it, it you'll be so like, bad. oh,
0: okay, so we just gave the eco-terrorists a playbook. See, this is what could happen. You know, like... I don't know why they're all <laughs> old man <laughs> Pat, Pat, Jones. I, mean, what?
1: <laughs> I said you thought it was fear-mongering. That's <laughs> what it
0: was. I was I was sniffing that shit out. I was, I was, I was like, these motherfuckers. I remember, like... That was the the type of movie your your dad. I
2: can make picture of your dad being like, oh, these libtards. I don't (laughs) think my dad
0: I don't think my dad had that in his vernacular back then because Facebook (laughs) because Facebook didn't exist. However, that's the type of movie that we would watch. And like my mom would say some shit like, oh, I'd be dead. She was like, my legs. Mm -mm, They couldn't do it. I'd be dead. Like Dude, that's <laughs> dead ass.
1: That's my mom's response to every kind of post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, shoot me in the head. I'm not Just... dealing with this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I like, like your I mom's style. With this. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to fucking live here. Like, All right. I don't want to do this.
0: <laughs> uh, who's up next, Burke? Uh, I'll, Burke, I'll what's your next so...
1: pool movie? Um, so I, this is the movie I don't like, and I was I was struggling between two things. I was struggling between Evan Almighty because that's an absolute (laughs) atrocious film, and it can't live up to Bruce Almighty, and it tried. Or Beer Fest, which I have a specific hate for Beer Fest, because I feel... I love that movie. I, I have such a hate for this movie, only because I vividly remember, like, whenever I was sick and had to stay home from school, nothing was on TV. Comedy Central always played Beer Fest, and that was the only thing, and I've been forced to watch that far too many times, and had too many, like... Did you like... watch The Price is Right? I didn't, Nick. <laughs> I really didn't. But, like, I feel I also had a lot of, like, idiot, or, like, knew a lot of, like, idiot people who were, like, boot! And, like, that was their personality. <laughs> so, like, that's it. Like... <laughs> so, so, I mean, overall, did you think it was a funny movie at all? I... I get what they were trying to go for. <laughs> it just seems like, you know a cheap version of like trying to be the whole james franco and seth rogan squad yeah i mean no that that's what those guys definitely were i, I can't remember what they called
3: themselves but they're the same ones. broken that lizard broken lizard yeah same ones that yeah. did super troopers which club technically dread came before seth rogan and those guys which yeah. back in like the 90s club dread but, has the most uh,
0: quotable line well at least i say it i still say it this is the uh Sometimes you gotta be the guy that tries to shit in the apple pie. However, you just found the one that shits back, and then the murderer just kills him, and that's the joke. But I just—I I, don't—I—I I don't remember beer fest. Super Troopers was the other big one, right? That's what yeah, I remember Club yeah, Dread and yeah. Super Troopers. That's what I remember.
3: But well, yeah, but uh, beer fest. I just love the part where one of the characters dies, and then in Midway the tank, grew, in the in the yeah. tank. <laughs> And then midway through, they his, like, twin is at the funeral, and it was just like, you guys can just, it was like, my brother told me all about you guys, and all your inside jokes, so there's no awkward getting to
1: know you, fam.
0: You can call me by his nickname, too, you because... You can call
1: me by his name, too. Uh, they just it it put makes a me cow- feel like his on still alive. On him, yeah. yeah. That's true. That was, that. was That is like the standout funny moment for me from that movie. But the rest of it was just like...
0: Wow, you guys don't like the part I, where he's like, he's got the eye of the Jew. And he starts sli- <laughs> swimming, and his eye is a star, Turn. David.
1: Turn. They just stole that. They, st- uh, they stole that for Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> the entire <laughs> premise of Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. He's got the eye of the Jew. He's got the eye of the Jew.
4: <laughs> All right, actually, fair enough. Bastards All right, Danny, gonna
3: be hit us I with loves. it. Uh, all right, so my hate one, my absolute hate one. I now uh, Burke, when did you say that all those uh, other movies came out? The Step that was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, right? yeah. This is another two thousand eight. Will
0: Smith Hancock. Oh I, shit! I Wait, so, we saw that together, didn't I we? we did. I don't we think did. we were friends yet, though. No, we weren't. No, we when, weren't. It was
3: when uh, Megan was our mutual
0: friend. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I remember this crew now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She anyway. was like, she was like, let's go out on a date and invite all my ex boyfriends too. Yeah, I remember that day very well.
3: well I, w- I wasn't go. I wasn't going as part of a date. She just said, "Me and a couple people are going to see him." Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, was, no, no. Friends with her, so I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And then it was me. You and all of her other ex boyfriends. Exactly. What the fuck is going
0: on? Okay. But anyway,
3: I had a great time. That was, that was our first bonding.
0: <laughs> Over wondering what
3: the fuck is this? Yeah. But, so Hancock, basically, if you don't know the premise of it, it is what if Superman was a drunk asshole, but still a superhero? And it's a movie that has. So much promise when you look at it at face value it has a funny like it's a good story what if superman was a drunk piece of shit uh the acting by will smith charlie's Theron, and jason bateman was really well done and it was written by vince gilligan who then went on to do breaking bad it also and has it, a really strong him. start uh, one of the right
0: it also right. has an amazing opening act it's fucking yes. awesome it's not until it gets to act two where it's like, what the fuck happened?
3: Mm-hmm. It starts off as really funny and it like, it's really funny, but it also dives into the psyche of this just broken, lonely. What's it drunk, like to be an immortal?
0: Invis- yeah, exactly. Right.
3: What it's like to be an invincible immortal person who's just, he's lonely and he's just drunk all the time. And whenever, and it's one of the first superhero movies that I remember that dives in a little bit on what happens when, like, what's the aftermath like? Like, with all the damage and the destruction. Although this one, it puts all the blame on the superhero and not the superhero's fight. And so it doesn't fully go into, like, what we see in, like, Invincible and stuff like that. You could have just went up.
0: (laughs) You could have (laughs) just went up. (laughs) <laughs> just went
3: up he was like my bad yeah my bad. he makes fun of some guy for being fat it's hysterical <laughs> and so but like through all this then it gets to act two and it there's like the plot twist where you learn a little bit about his where you learn about his backstory and his connection with charlie's throne and it just falls off the rails and like it becomes it is- this tragic drama that just completely lost the fun of the opening first Now, act.
0: the problem is I mean, not really a problem, but that guy Peter Berg, he went on to do like Deepwater Horizon and mm-hmm. um Patriot's Day. Is it Patriot's Day? And like all of those like real world event uh Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. So he always had that drama action turn in him. It's just like the first movie, the first part of that movie is an action comedy. Then yeah. and listen, all fairness aside, like I mean, here is that it's still an interesting concept, the whole Charlie Steron yeah. and him, and like remember when he's like, I woke up in the hospital, I got hit in an alleyway, I woke up in the hospital, and they asked me for my John Hancock. I was mm-hmm. like, oh fuck. And that's how he got that's his name. That's why Hancock. he got his name. Because he didn't remember what his name and was. And it was the only like, thing that's what had.
2: Solo was trying to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so also danny i just uh while you're talking i replayed the memory uh we saw wally together Oh,
2: it was the okay. trailer
0: for hancock played and we were all like we should go see that Oh, uh. it's wally God, that we saw did, together okay. though okay okay well, wally right. amazing movie. yeah I wally's great wally like, was I awesome but,
3: but i, I mean it up. Yeah, I, this, I mean, this is just a movie that had a great concept that then just fell flat on its face. Yeah, and the like, sad part is, is that Will Smith. This kind of started to then mark the end of Will Smith mm-hmm. being that summer blockbuster staple. This was the movie that sort of started to tank him it's and when tank he was his no credibility. Longer
2: the party starter.
3: He exactly, exactly, and so the you might the have a good time,
0: that, but, but he parties harder.
3: <laughs> Well, what's a shame <laughs> is that he actually put in a great performance. He's yeah. great. He put in He's a fucking really awesome good performance in this. But I would see this movie on so much, like on like I think it was on Stars a lot, and we I would see it on Stars every time I would put it on, hoping it would be better, and it's never better because they didn't redo the. You don't movie like the part when it came out on Stars. You don't I'm just like the part. That maybe I'll. I'll get something more out of it with my age and wisdom. You don't like the part
0: where Will Smith takes a full man's head and puts it into the ass of another (laughs) full-grown human and they show it on camera? My
3: favorite line was from that scene (gasps) where those two guys come up and they try and (laughs) check him while he's in prison. (laughs) <laughs> they try and check him while he's in prison and they're like come on why don't you make a move and Will Smith just leans in and just says do you guys really want to ride this train right now
0: yeah.
3: and I was like damn that's cold yeah. blooded. that is that's a hard He shaves. Hard. he shaves
0: with his fingernails like I said yeah. interesting concepts these are good ideas it was just it was like they got to the fucking thirty yard line and just fucking fumbled the ball all the Rock. way in. They, did
3: a, they just did a damn. There, there, <laughs> there, there it is. There it is.
0: Yep, dude, that would my, destroy. My man would not be able to stand straight up. Yeah, <laughs> that would. Uh, dude, that was like your heads going up his ass, and then they did it. He fucking did it. He put he another guy. Like, how do you even
2: do that? Like, you hold He's it a up. Man and of like, you, know, you know. All
0: right. Anyway, all right. Uh, who's next? Uh,
2: um, Nick,
0: wrap it up for uh, us.
2: Not much to be said here. Jurassic World.
0: Wow. That's a bold choice. I actually really like that movie. (laughs) What a way
2: way to ruin. I mean, I guess the, 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 the preceding sequels to the original Jurassic Park weren't all that great. But way to just give it the classic Hollywood treatment of just like who gives a shit. Just make it a big summer blockbuster. Don't put any thought into it at all. Uh, I was just utterly disappointed because it's like the source material is incredible. That first movie and the Michael Crichton novel, like incredible. And they could have done so much, but they're like, what if we made an even more terrible dinosaur?
0: Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that completely understand. I feel like that is kind of like that idea hasn't really aged. Well, the whole, like let's make our own dinosaur thing. But I will say what is still an interesting part of that movie was two... Actually, it's two things. One, the park is up and running. Is that Jurassic Park, or world in this case, is actually open and, like, people can experience it. So, like, it's not just like, oh, before it opened, we fucked it all up. Uh, And then the second thing is that... Um, God damn it. I had it. I had it. I had it and I lost it. Whatever. That's it. That's, that's Well, uh, what <laughs> I would Price say Alice to that Hall. is, it's <laughs> yeah. so much of the Price movie, Alice obviously...
2: Hallard. You have to have characters that drive the narrative. So I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. But so much of the movie was just focused on them in the park. Like the yeah. same like the original movie was like people out in the woods. Whereas if you wanted to do that, it would have been nice to just see like random people oh. just getting mangled by dinosaurs. You spark like my uh you,
0: you jog my memory. Um it's the idea in which this park still exists. On the same island that the last one did, like that the original Jurassic Park film, like those Isla events, Sorna. At Isla Sorna, and that the remnants of that place were still there. Like you know, they found the jeep, the Indominus Rex. I mean, it's stupid that they're able to even drive that jeep. You know, how long is like how does it even work? But you know, mm, testament they don't to build Jeep, like they used yeah, to- yeah, testament <laughs> to Jeep. But I, I mean, like I definitely see why this movie has aged poorly or why people don't like it in retrospect. But I still think it's pretty good compared to what came after it, though. Like, have you uh, seen Fallen I Kingdom? Didn't,
2: I, I didn't bother with oh, the second it's one. So bad. Oodle. We saw that Oodle. one
0: together too, did you Yeah, I we did. Remember we saw Jurassic
2: World was... together too, I'm pretty D- sure.
0: We oh yeah, yeah. I remember I saw that with Saggy and IMAX Midnight. That was like the one of the last oh, Midnight okay. movies. But then we saw it at Cranford Theater.
3: Yeah. Uh, which which is so completely different yeah, experience. Which was IMAX. like
0: I saw it in the highest format I could. And then I saw it in a theater where the gamma was so blown out, there was basically a white filter <laughs> over the fucking. Oh, and you, did you
1: see it? Wait, did you see it in theaters or no? I did. Yeah. Okay. So the one, the say, one. other thing. Oh, continue. Sorry. I was just. I was just gonna say. Like, I wonder if you're because I didn't see that movie in theaters. I saw it after the fact, and I right. think like if I if I may have seen it in theaters, I might have enjoyed it a bit more. But I just felt it was like, oh shit, the, we got to run this thing, Chris Pratt
2: train. The, the other thing that I want to bring up was. Um, no practical effects, which is, like, the hallmark of the, the original movie is the perfect blending of practical and CGI, and it's like, I would have loved to have seen that rather than it just be one big CGI well, mess.
0: I don't want to be I... this guy, but... <laughs> Actually, there is one practical effect in the movie. Oh, okay, one practical <laughs> effect. A whole one. There is one.
2: Which, 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 which scene?
0: It's the scene where uh, they find all the brontosauruses that are getting killed by the Irex, and you know the part where he has the head in his hands. That head is actually animatronic. But that's it. Everything else all is right, all CGI. Well, I <laughs> all is. Yes, yeah, they change my your opinion now. <laughs> Take this movie off your list. Yeah. All right. Well. um... I would say that's pretty good. Let's do clip of the week, huh?
1: Oh yeah,
4: it's the, clip of the week. Oh, week.
2: week.
0: Alright, boys. Let's do this. Let's fucking do it. Are we ready?
2: Oh, I forgot to make this one. Uh landscape. Whoops.
0: Oh,
1: oh, what are you doing, bro? you Were those his teeth? No, I think it was the glass on the the back windshield. Well, he's holding his mouth at the end
2: there. It was (laughs) definitely
3: glass. Okay.
0: Okay, so for anyone who's who's listening, (laughs) this guy just (laughs) break checks a fucking cyclist. And to be fair, the cyclist is right up the guy's ass. And, like an asshole, and he rides right into the back of him and shatters his back windshield. However, his chin goes into the his, frame of the like, car. In, yeah, like oh. his face goes into the fucking window, and like it doesn't oh. look like he's hurt too bad, but he's probably fucking bruised. and like, cut up like, for yeah, sure. Hurt his nose or but
1: something. I lo- like, that. Like, bleeding, I but I love I love
0: this right here. What are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> oh. like oh.
2: He, wasn't, he wasn't that close. What are you doing, bro? You're alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I, he, I, I mean, he I definitely... don't think you
0: can
1: ride somebody's ass if you're in a bike in a car like I mean you can but like it's completely different like you don't need to brake check a bicyclist on the road behind you
0: I'm sorry I don't agree like if somebody's I ride, I know riding you my ass bring, <laughs> it
2: back, bring it back further alright now let's watch it through uh,
3: yeah,
2: he's, he's right, he's up, right up his ass right up, yeah.
3: he's
1: on the street with him oh no! Well, so he also are you doing, a, you're
2: off. Him to go from 30 to zero. Yeah. No. And also,
1: he, uh, he, they were filming him before him. They were planning to do this to this dude. Yep. Oh, and yeah, also, which
3: is, I mean, the fact that they were filming him leads me to believe that he was being an asshole
1: before this. That the oh, cyclist was being an asshole mm, before that's this. That's a good point. I think it's, I think it's the other way. I think they were like, "Watch me fuck up this guy with a brake check." <laughs> All right, <laughs> debate no, lords. I, I All right,
0: debate decided lords. Let's relax. Because he was being a dick. Let's put a poll in the chat. Yeah, Liz, right all right. Now. So, you... cyclists or motorists? Right, Liz,
2: Joe, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Liz's mom, what do you have to say?
0: Oh shit! All right. Well, that was, yeah, I mean, I mean, they, I want like, to see him get yeah, hit. They, one more I want to see him get hit one more time. They,
1: they break their back windshield. So, is it worth it? That's a no.
3: Yo! Yo! He, he what a you doing, are you doing, bro? You're alright.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he fucking hit his chin really hard.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. he shattered the entire wind or the back windshield. Probably a couple bruised ribs as well.
2: My guy. Uh, (laughs) Clip of the week's are brutal all the time. Yeah. Except for the week that you guys weren't here. I think,
0: I think there was, yeah, actually, that was a pretty innocuous clip. Dude, I mean, so, you know, it's funny you bring that up about the clip of the week because the first one was a guy drinking bong water and then eating kitty litter. And. I said to Joe at the time, I was like, hey, maybe don't do a guy drinking bong water and eating kitty litter, which also had shit in it, by the way. Yeah, like, maybe let's not do that. And then we kind of moved away from that just a little bit. And then Nick engineered the show one night and brought in this really brutal clip of this guy just slamming into the back of a
2: fucking car. A kid, actually, right? Oh, yeah. And oh. there's a clip oh, there this is two clips. This is the second time yeah. I've shown somebody just smashing into the back of a stopped there.
0: We have a, we have a sizzle reel of like some of the old like reactions. And the first thing I say is, am I supposed to laugh at this? Like, and it's really kind of what I feel. <laughs> even now watching these clips
2: uh, well i could what i could have brought you was a kid jumping off the side of a high rise building and i opted not to show you guys yeah that see one. Oh, that oh thank you so yeah, much suicides Don't worry. i would he landed say. on yeah. an airbag he they, he didn't die or anything uh, but uh, okay he, he, <laughs> he's not walking ever again <laughs> no 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 there was like they the, you know the fire department no, showed no, up no, and no, inflated no. he's fine yeah. but <laughs> good his mental
0: angle. health's probably not in a great place, but physically, he's just he's a
2: okay. He, he was shooting a he was shooting a TikTok on his balcony and got stuck. So he <laughs> his only option was to jump. Wow, uh,
1: how does that oh, become your exhaust option? I'm built different. I could have just jumped and landed. I hope it was a viral built TikTok. Built
0: I hope like his TikTok went viral. <laughs> 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 I fucking hope it was worth it. All right. Probably
2: more viral of him doing we just, the other way. Let, let's just do another ten minutes, so we could say we officially did a two-hour show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Should we wrap it up with a with a ten-minute discussion on um, Plato? I, I, <laughs> yes. I,
2: I, I got a piss, so you guys are on your own. I really
1: got a piss too, so I'm just gonna call it. I'm just gonna call it right That's here. Socrates for ten minutes. Yeah, I'll give you. <laughs> I'll give this. you
2: guys. Here's my here's my uh, honorable mentions for summer blockbusters: Back to the Future, Star Wars. Inception Clone
1: Wars, of course,
2: which was almost on my list, Saving Private Ryan, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dark Knight was uh, we talked about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and the original Jurassic Park. I like it. There you go. I like it. I like it. I like it.
0: it. I'm trying to think of other ones. I mean, like I went back and I was just like, I mean, it's really like what Marvel movie am I going to pick? You know that 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 and then I once I got rid of those, I was like, okay, what like actually original idea do I like? And like, you know, there were slim pickings there too. So, <laughs> I know? do
1: have we um in in the spirit of the um like bootlegged DVDs and movies, when X-Men Wolverine Origins came out. We had gotten that. I watched that bootleg too.
0: Everybody bootleg. got that movie on bootleg though because it leaked. It leaked. Remember?
2: Did CGI was yes, it CGI leaked. Yep. It. I remember and Fox I was telling memory.
0: Fox was telling everyone they were going to sue everyone who illegally downloaded yeah. it. And for like a week, I was like, "Oh fuck, my parents are going to find out. And Fox is going to sue me." Like,
1: I do you I guys remember, remember the, the shot the running with the- scenes? And, like, it's, like, it's, it was, like, either a top-down camera or yep. something, but it's, like, a fully, like, you know, low-poly silver person Yeah. like, slow I Remember the running. shot
2: with with the guns spinning in slow yeah. motion? They're just made remember, out of, like,
0: plastic. How about Do you remember the shots of Ryan Reynolds going through the fucking lobby, and he's just got nothing in his hands, and there's a poorly rendered bullet physics in front? Yeah. Or the placeholder score? So when they score a movie before they, you know, figure out, they usually put other things in there that they wanted to emulate the feeling of right uh they chose the transformers score so it was all the transformers <laughs> music in a wolverine movie oh, that's god funny. damn it i wish that that version still exa- i'm sure it's still out there you i'm could, sure we, i'm sure you could it, find sure. it we yeah. should do
2: a commentary on that
0: it might be illegal but i would be down
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could we could we could commentate on it all we want
0: we just can't show shit <laughs> yeah yeah no all right. Well, with that being said, thanks everybody for listening. Of uh, we uh, we appreciate it. If you like this, like the video, subscribe. There's an audio version on all major podcast forms. Check out our website, and uh, we'll see you, We'll see you next week for Army of the Dead, and then we'll see you two weeks after that. All right, peace.